Hello, Podwalkers, and welcome to another episode of the Goblin Lore Podcast. Uh, we're sorry we missed last week. After some heavy weeks with our Mental Health Awareness Month episodes, we were preparing to do a smaller, lighter scoped episode um, to help us recharge and perhaps do the same for you, our listeners. However, after the murder of George Floyd, followed by protests against police violence, followed by the police reacting violently, we weren't really up to finishing prepping and recording that episode. Um, we still want... We have that to bring to you now, and we want to do this lighter thing. Um, however, before we get to that, I have a statement that I need to make, so let me introduce myself. Uh, I'm Alex Newman, found on Twitter at Mel underscore Chronicler, and my pronouns are he, him. And I have to say, I'm so tired of being afraid to talk about certain topics because I might say the wrong thing or may say something in a poor manner and cause harm. And in being silent on these topics, I am causing harm anyway. So I want to say Black Lives Matter. I have more to say, but that needs to be said first and without any qualifications. There's a very important conversation to have around systemic racism. However, Hobbs and I, having both benefited from white privilege, the two of us alone aren't really the right way to have that conversation. So we are working on ways to use our platform to contribute to that conversation in a positive way. But until then, and silence is just not the answer. Um, I'll be honest, I don't know how more vocal I will be on Twitter. I'm not, I don't really talk on Twitter much anyway, and in fact, by the time this episode posts, I'll probably have taken a break from Twitter and removed it from my phone for my own mental health. Um, I'm not sure how long that'll last, but we'll see. But um, I will be on the podcast, and I'm going to be working to stop avoiding these conversations and walking around them when we're talking about things that are related. Um, while doing so, I'm trying not to center myself. I have been benefited from a lot of privilege myself, but these are important conversations and things that need to be brought up. So that is where I'm at right now. I'm going to hand it over to you, Hobbs. Yeah, so um, I'm Hobbs Q. I can be found on Twitter at Hobbs Q. Um, I think that I made some comments earlier this week just making sure that people understood where I stand and that that is that Black Lives Matter and that we need to be listening to the voices of our marginalized groups. Um, as Alex has said, both him and I have benefited a lot from privilege in our life. And that was one of the hardest things for me to ever face and deal with. I know that, you know, I'm, I'm thankful that I am not 20 year old Hobbs actually anymore, uh, who didn't really understand that concept and thought that he was, you know, colorblind and that that was enough and that that was good and so th there is opportunities to learn and i believe that you know that continuing to speak and not be quiet and not be silent but also to amplify and to give space for those voices that maybe be aren't getting heard is something that we can use our platform for and something that is important to both alex and i um i said very clearly out on cast um twitter that we put out a call looking for uh some creators of color to come on we are working on kind of getting those episodes going and uh i i actually ran this past week down to the area where the protests had been and saw kind of the the just absolute pain and suffering and what that led to and and kind of 
had the also great opportunity because of the way my route running route goes to also pass by where George Floyd was killed and to see the memorials and to see the beautiful just murals and art and the people gathering in that area. And it, it just, it obviously hit close to home for Alex and I, mm -hmm. um, it, it, for those it, who aren't aware, we are both live in Minneapolis. Yeah. And, um, it, you know, this, it just, I first moved to Minneapolis in 2013, the summer of 2014, I was living by myself in a basement, preparing to start my fellowship in Ferguson kind of hit the scene. And when this started happening, it was very much like this is in our own backyard. And we, we were having a lot of the same conversations that need to change. And yeah, so we, we just want to say that we stand in support and mm -hmm. we want that to be very clear that there's no kind of doubt where we stand. Yep. Okay. Well, um, with that, I think let's talk about the topic. Uh, yeah. I think we're going to, we don't really have an opening question for this no. one. We were setting it up as a goblin games anyway. Yeah. So we, uh, this was from a, a previous guest, uh, Titus Lunter, who is a magic artist, all around awesome person. Um, he gave us a whole long list of, of little questions and possible topics and stuff. And we've been like trying to digest this for a while. Yeah. Well, one of the things that we had done, so Titus is a, is a um, patron of the cast and uh, at the tier that we had set up that, so we, we, we still have the Patreon going. We, we currently have paused in terms of collecting money but it, it is still there it's still kind of got uh, opportunities to be in our discord and at the higher tier level that we have right now you get to help suggest an episode idea and we asked titus for one episode idea that he thought might be a good one and he literally gave us like 30. he's just clever smart fun stuff fairly recent uh thing that i'm not sure we've mentioned on the cast so we do still have the patreon and that is the discord is part of that but also we've opened the discord for people who just want to be part of the conversation and we're going to start having other parts of the discord server for patrons specifically mm -hmm. but we want kind of the general conversation channels to be open to anyone who is interested in, in kind of being part of the mental health and the lore and the, just the conversation type, type stuff that we talk about on the cast and some channels that actually talk <laughs> about really play much anymore. And we don't really talk about that on the cast, but you know, I suppose the people who are interested in magic podcasts probably play and would be interested in talking about playing. So that's, yeah. that's a thing. So we're working yeah. on kind of, um, yeah, we're going to have some that are going to be more closed and opportunities for our, uh, patrons but we had a very clear conversation with them that we would love to have more people join and and they were very open to that so yeah so titus gave us some great ideas and this was one of them and and so this idea that we still haven't said what it is um the the joke that i mentioned that i had a while ago that kind of got buried under all the events is that we wanted to record something light and fizzy this week because <laughs> the the uh the question you know i don't have it in front of me it, titus suggested something like in-universe beverages that people drink and i believe he said non-adult um mm -hmm. i may have an alcoholic option or two in this list um, well we were kind of talking about this um hubs and i decided to uh let's say default to the guild uh, ravnica guilds model because that has made it easy to kind of work through things and so this may be a topic we revisit where we talk about beverages in places other than Ravnica. 
But for this episode, we kind of want to talk through the 10 guilds and talk about the types of beverages and maybe specific brand names that I've come up with for one or two options um, that these guilds might might drink. Wow, you came up with brand names. That's pretty impressive. Yes. um, I'm not super proud of any of them. They're like really (laughs) low-hanging fruit, but it's... Again, that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> and I was going to say, too, that one of the things that we're... So uh, Joe and I, a while ago, did kind of a whole episode on the guilds and how they're involved with coffee and every stage of the coffee process because we had the flavor text um, for Ravnica that actually mentions coffee. Uh, <laughs> so we know that we could say that in-world Ravnica has that. So we did a whole thing on coffee shops on Ravnica and how the beans are processed and all of that. And... Uh, except the Boros, we said, because they basically just drink energy drinks. But we're not going to probably revisit coffee. We're going to try to come up with yeah. what else these people are drinking, since everybody drinks caffeine, let's be honest. Yeah, well, and everyone has caffeine of some kind. And and yeah, so yeah, coffee yeah. exists, and coffee is probably cross-guild. But there would be people in guilds who don't like coffee, and so they might drink a different drink. Um do you want me to just start the first place that I have on my list here, Hobbs? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so just to make it easier for me to remember all of the guilds, I wrote them in the allied color, enemy color grouping. So the five a- ally color, let's start with the gruel. Um, I don't know that they drink like brand names. They may not trust them. So I'm thinking they probably just have like some tea or juice that like they make themselves. So wait, so so the gruel, so our 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 like rioters basically is what we're gonna say, you know. Actually, it's oh, true within game. You have them sipping tea and drinking juice. They probably, I mean, they live out in the wild places. That is true. So they have to have something that they can... they've got to have access, you know, to something out there, and and okay. it's basic teas and juices. Like that's that's pretty low tech if they're out there out in the. I can't think I want to say rumble, but yeah. yeah, the, yeah. I mean, that's a creature rumble Hulk, but that's a totally different thing. But so rumble, like the rubble rubble. There you go. That's yeah. yeah. So, you know, they're, they're out there and you know, the old ruins, the overgrown places, like that's stuff that they're going to have access to. Okay. And that's, you know, when they're not drinking coffee. Right, 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 right. Yeah. They're still, we, yeah. We, they're still involved with coffee, but yes. Yeah. Okay. I could I could buy that. I'm thinking, you know, like because we don't know the fruits. You know, they're maybe they're making some lemonade. Yeah. Just, but like tea, you can yeah, like anything that they yeah. can boil, like any leaves. Yeah, just about you know any vegetation, you can you can boil that in water and have tea. I mean, barks too. Yeah, I barks. guess I, like I, there's I, all I sorts of tea. Camping. We've yeah. like shaved bark and made tea out of it. So the, okay, I could take this. Yeah. See, I, that initially to me seemed a little more Golgari. Oh yeah. See. But I actually I have something different Golgari. for them. Okay, good. We'll just, I'm going to transition straight into the Golgari. Oh, sure. Do that. They're making kombucha. <laughs> see, I don't so even see, know like, what this, that is. You explain to me what that is. Um, I mean, it's fermenting, basically. It's like a fermented tea. Okay. So it, it, it is kind of like it, it's slightly alcoholic, but not enough that you can't like buy it in stores or anything like that. Um, okay. But yeah, it's basically like tea, sugar, bacteria, and yeast. Oh yeah, that's that like sounds like several fermented. of Gulgari's favorite things. Right. So like that one was like that was just straight up easy. I was like, <laughs> what is disgusting, fermented, and like from the ground? <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. 
Like it's, it's fermented using sugar tea. It, it, it like, yeah, using a symbiotic culture of bacteria and yeast that is often even called a mushroom. I mean, oh, like that's goodness. It's, it's straight up. It's a more hippie-ish in some ways, so I don't know if that's fully Golgari. Like, well, but it's more hippie-ish here in this it's world. It's true here. It may not be more hippie-ish on, on, on Ravnica. Yeah, I mean, it's still yeast. I mean, and, and maybe the Golgari are kind of hippie-ish. You know, yes. It's, it's The whole I feel like life is part question. of death, part of yeah. life, you know, the whole... I mean, there's some elements there. It's it's kind of the almost probably right at that border between like the Selesny and the in the in the Golgari. Okay, yeah, but yeah. Because that's the same thing. Like to go to the Selesny, like obviously they're going to be doing tea and juice as well. Though I think they probably are going to be a little more have a little more order to it and structure. It's not going to be literally what I picked today while I was walking through wherever. Yeah, they may have like more of an organized assembly line that makes it for people. Um, they're probably where you get your like all natural energy drinks. <laughs> like that feels Selesnia. As opposed to like your Boros, where it's like as many artificial things as you can cram into it. Well maybe Yeah. 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 So or, that's I had them I had uh so I have this Selesnia. Oh, I guess the problem was I didn't think about this in terms of fully I I, I went kind of to the um uh, I was trying to think um, because I have this as it, this is an alcoholic or a, a non one would be like um, like mezcal. It's it's the type of tequila that you think about with kind of have it's anything with agave, but it's a oftentimes you can get the the worm in the bottle of the mezcal. Okay. So I, I kind of had like them with maybe something that's a little more like. Yeah, I'm thinking like a distilled drink that's fermented, but is like I said, this is not the Golgari. Um, they're, they're no, or they're doing making a drink with like mescaline. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just feel that. like I, I just I'm just picturing the Selesnia. It's not. I guess that's still an adult beverage, but they're getting high. I don't know. I, I really just have a hard time seeing them without <laughs> Selesnia. I mean, they can, yeah, like to me, they're the ones that are probably just getting high. Okay. Now they could have just a tea too, like, but their tea is going to yeah. be more like flowers. Yeah. Okay. And whatever is around, like, they're yeah, I can see that. Like chamomile, they're making something that they like cultivated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're they're the ones that have like the farms to grow the things. I think the gruel tea is literally whatever they happened to find that day. That's what I mean. Like, they're just like they're just throwing things in a pot and boiling yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's. That's much more the gatherer as opposed to the farming. Yeah, I, I love this. I'm looking at just kind of the Gamepedia uh, entry on the Celestia, and they say that talked about the, that it's variably described as a selfless, nurturing spiritual group or a brainwashing nature cult. So <laughs> uh, I'm going to go to one of the name brand ones, the one that I'm most proud of, despite the fact that it's, again, low hanging fruit. So I think the, the Azorius have a drink called Law Aid. <laughs> <laughs> and it's 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 like it's like Japanese Ramune, but way more boring. So are, are you familiar with with Ramune? No, I'm not. Okay, so it's like these little glass jars that have the marble in them, oh, and so you have to take yeah. like the top off, and the, you get a little like plastic lever to 
to push the marble into the jar. So then as you drink the pop, this marble clinks around. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think it's similar to that, except you have to like follow these pointless instructions to like open it. <laughs> I have no idea what it tastes like. I mean, the Azorius are laws and boring, you know, and, and clerks and aristocrats and, and regulations. But, you know, they're, they, they probably have taste buds like everyone else. So I, I don't know what the flavors would be, but I, I imagine that it's you've, you've got to, like, fill out a questionnaire or something yep. to be able to drink it. Yep. It's highly regulated. You can only yeah. buy it at specific stores. Yep. Yep. And then it's not uh, you even know. that good. No. Yeah. Okay. I could see that. I was like, I was having trouble with the Azorius because that was what I was thinking. <laughs> I was like, we need something that is highly regulated. And, and it's it's funny because that's one of the first ones I came up with. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, law aid. Like I came up with the bad pun first. And then yeah. I was like, but what would that be? And I was like, oh, wait. Yeah. Take a little real world inspiration. So that's, that's what I got for Azorius. I mean... I, I've seen those. I have never actually had one of those drinks before. I, I like them. It's it's one of those like uh, kind of novelty things for kids that I think, despite the fact that I'm been over thirty for a number of years now, I still <laughs> really enjoy. <laughs> also, okay. I mean that may have something to do with the fact that I drink like I. For a long time, it was nothing but diet pop. Now I'm drinking seltzer, and even diet pop is sweet for me. So then, when I have like a Ramune that has actual sugar in it, it's um, yeah, it's 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 an experience. So now I'm wondering, yeah, like I'm trying to think, like, well, it, are they allowed to have sugar in their drink? Oh yeah, well, see, that's the thing is they probably do. Uh, if you've got if you've got to stay up like all night cramming and like reading laws, you need sugar and and caffeine. So like they are probably consuming just as much you know. Uh, chemical stimulants as everyone else just you know they're tightly regulated how much caffeine can be in this thing and if it doesn't come from the right you know distilleries it's not actual law aid it's some knockoff brand or something (laughs) because there's pre-law aid yeah pre-law aid you know it hasn't studied enough but no it's like i'm trying to picture a commercial for this (laughs) and it's like it's in my head i'm like yeah. yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just like practice exams for things, and so that's like part of the appeal. Is you know you get your you get your sugar fix, and you get a practice exam for whatever you know registration you're working on. I don't know. Yeah. So while it doesn't fit, I was just picturing like Azor is basically the Kool Aid Man, just like <laughs> bursting through a wall and be like, Lloyd, Lloyd. <laughs> Yeah, uh, pass like, the bar. Yeah, pass the bar. Yeah, see. Okay. Yeah. I, I can totally do that. I, I'm fine with that. Okay, yeah. House Demir. Oh, God. I have nothing for Demir. You have nothing for Demir. Like it, something invisible? I don't know. I That's the that's as far as I got. It's like invisible ink, only it's like soda, I guess. I don't know. Soda, yeah. Um. I am probably putting them with just kind of enjoy. What's funny is like just picturing them enjoying some sort of like a melon drink. <laughs> it's some sort of a fruit drink that like okay. they just, like I said, yeah, non-alcoholic. They just kind of are drinking some juice, but it's going to be like, it's going to be made with fruits that are like more rare. 
Okay. I mean, we could do like, like the easy cheat for this one is to just say that they don't have their own drinks because they don't want to attract attention to themselves. So they just drink what other people drink. They drink, yeah, they drink everything. (laughs) They just drink whatever guild that they're infiltrating drinks. I mean, that is low hanging and easy. And like, it's kind of hard because it's like what we know about the Demir is obviously less. Um, Yeah. You know, like they do officially exist now. But they're more like the couriers and like the yeah. passers. So, yeah. I mean, that puts them firmly back into the, uh, is a courier. I'm just so picturing like a bike messenger. As I say, what's what's a good drink for like, yeah, like a bike messenger or something. Like somebody, you gotta have something sealed. Yeah. Canister you can like seal up, have a little straw in there or something. Yeah. And I mean, to me, that's, Yeah. Like that, so I have them as coffee again. I mean, this is the yeah. problem, right? Like, I yeah. just like I picture oh, like yeah. just drinking coffee. Yeah, it's fair. The Demir have to have something. Well, yeah, and they they probably have something that they you know drink like in secret. Maybe they have some distilleries. See, we're back to them basically having alcohol. Yeah, that's what I, I mean, think. Like, yeah, yeah, that's the hard part. I think that we kind of see the Demir is we don't know a ton ton other than we know that yeah. they like their official thing is the is, is is the couriers and but they used to be kind of the secretive and kind of yeah they used to be the guild that didn't exist yeah and i think that at that point then they would have just had to drink whatever was around them so maybe it's interesting to think of what their culture maybe has developed that we don't know about now yeah we know about the overt phase but if we're thinking of kind of like this whole underground culture thing mm-hmm. um based on where they kind of well and, live and, and operate this is a and and the guilds of Ravnica are, are are now I guess there's a lot of people who are outside of the guilds, but the guilds themselves are fairly are, are really exclusive to themselves mm-hmm. and really enclosed, and so it's possible that the Demir, being the one guild that was infiltrating all the other nine, ha- is one of the is one of the only places to find things that cross guild lines. So you're combining something that the Azorius liked with something that isn't liked or something. Like does yeah. that make I just Yeah, like they they're, they're kind of maybe they they may have some like secret recipes where they're like well they're so they may be kind of like the the kids who go to the buffets and just take a little bit of every pop out of the oh pop my dispenser. God. Yes. So the Demir are kind of like that with the other guild stuff. Yeah. They just mix drinks and like somehow think it still tastes good, even though it's just yeah. a mishmash with no thought of balancing flavors. But see, there's also the potential that they're the only ones mixing some of these things, so they might find some actual flavors that mix yeah, that nobody so else like, would find. It's going to be hit or miss. Like it, the question yeah. becomes if they're doing it purposefully or not. You know, with the Demir, I would guess that they would be. Okay. At least uh, maybe eventually, like they probably mix things. With uh, to begin with, that aren't necessarily going to go together, and then to say, "Oh, this doesn't go together," so then we don't mix it going forward. Going forward, so because the, there's see, blue, there, there would be a little scientific approach there to see, the combining things. Is, I am having that more with the Is It League. Oh, so I'm oh that's the, true. The Is It being the ones that are experimenting with the it? Is It, yeah, the Is It would experiment with it. The thing is, is I think the Demir might have access to things that the guilds don't let out to the public. Right. So that's that's where it gets into. But I'm just wondering yeah. if there's a purposefulness or not. And there is the blue piece. Yeah. 
So I maybe think there is. There's probably some, but again, there's also black, which is kind of the you know do you know you know what best for yourself. So I guarantee there's some there's some demure agents who have combinations that everyone else think are reprehensible. Yeah, not reprehensible, repulsive, and but they're just like no, this is great. I love it. So we have the. We might as well just move over to the is it because I yeah. had them as like making drinks that like we don't know of but with a purpose they're the, they're they're the mis like, mixologists of ravnica that's what i was thinking i mean you know like you talk about mocktails they're mm. the going to be making those like the, yeah. the really cool like that we have you know like cocktail bars where you're putting like tinctures or you're putting like different bitters in mm -hmm. um I'm thinking there's a coffee shop near my house. See, it always comes back to coffee for me. Yeah. But they, they do things like they're putting non-traditional flavors like basil and cardamom and stuff okay. into a drink. And like I said, now they're going to be doing it more with like droppers and making the fancy drinks. I'm thinking yeah. of like the gastronomist where yeah. your drink is going to smoke or do something cool because of chemical reactions. Yep. But they may have mocktails. Like I mean, in there yeah. may be basil, but they probably processed it two or three times to get the extract of, you yeah. know, you're not going to put a basil leaf in it. Oh, God. No, no. That they, would be more simic. But to me, for is it like it's going to be the gonna, essence? Yes. Yeah. The, the essence or they're going to be doing something where like liquid nitrogen is involved. Okay. Like they're going to do something with like, like a basil foam. Okay. So this, yeah. this is a question now, now that I think about this. So let's go to Simic, if you're done with Is It. Well, did you have anything for Is It besides that? No, or was I, just no I had nothing. I had nothing okay. for Is It. Is It to me is always the, because I, I always just think of them as the experimenters. So their mm -hmm. drinks are really going to be, it, it's more, it's purposeful, but like it, it's going to be. Now, the other part about this is there is the chaos. So there is the potential that like yeah. the drink will also blow up. Yeah, no, and and is it is definitely the guild that are doing the flaming shots. Yeah, like yeah. anything, any, any drink, any, just even non-alcoholic flaming drinks, just anything they can light on fire. Yeah, is part of the process. Which is one of the things that's interesting because unfortunately, most of the ways to light things on fire is involving alcohol. So, but here's a question for you. Away. Yeah. I don't actually know this because I'm not super familiar with alcohol. You may not know. So th those those flaming drinks, mm -hmm. does that do something chemically to the drink to change the flavor of it? I mean, supposedly, I think it does. Um, I mean, you're basically just adding in an essence of a high alcohol content. Okay. So a lot of times you're using, it's more for the effect more than anything it's, else. I'm sure that people yeah. will tell you, but it's it's really to take something like that's a hundred and. 50 proof like that's something that you can often do and then you can just kind of like get a flame out of it yeah see i i could see the is it like actually doing something like that because i know from cooking standpoint like there's mm -hmm. certain oils like olive oil that you don't want to cook with certain ways because it, it hit if you the it oil has, has a little smoke point it's not smoking and burning and, at like a very low temperature. Yeah, and there's there's also things where even if it's not if you're just frying it and it's not gonna smoke a lot, mm -hmm. it will kind of add bitterness. Like it, it won't add the right flavor to the meal because it's the oil is too hot it too hot for that particular oil. The oil's too light for that that heat. And so I'm wondering if there are things like that, because then that changes the taste of what you're you're doing. So, and is it would be well so, okay so let's because that's that's interesting because we're talking like oils and stuff that maybe because like i'm i'm thinking that they're definitely more of your experimenters where they're going to oh, yeah. have like 
ice cubes that were made out of like you you take something and compress it and make it into an ice cube and then that's going to be in your drink yeah so well and, and i think you were talking about moving into like the simic yeah well yeah i will i think on some of that sorry and and yeah I, I i got distracted from that just thinking about like flashpoint for for olive oil from yeah. cooking knowing that that changes how the thing tastes so you need to consider what oils you're using i'm wondering if there aren't chemical reactions you can put into drinks that do that where we're so burning it changes my, the taste but i don't know and i actually think that might be the same and i'm thinking well one thing I, I just occurred to me too about the is it is that in all likelihood so they're going to be doing all these experimental things but i'm going to guess that a lot of those don't stick around because the is it I think maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is me projecting myself a little bit. Might we'll have a short attention span for something that they figured out. Oh yeah. And so they're going to have like all these experimental things. And then once they've kind of got it perfected, like it leaves the menu almost immediately. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's just a nonstop rotating menu of, of right. experiments. Whereas the Simic, I think that's what we're going to get into is going to be about the perfecting. Okay. So, so here's a, Here's yeah. a thing that I had for Simic, and now that we're talking about the is it, I want to get your opinion on where this may stand. Seltzer. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm going to put seltzer in. I, I have no problem with that being like your sparkling waters that are flavored yeah. um, and different styles. and that, that, to me, I am totally on board with that being Simic. Okay, because my that was my thought too, but I'm thinking like the whole point of it is this is this is them taking water and adding flavor without actually adding the fruit, and I'm like that sounds to me really simic, like super laboratory way to put a natural flavor into something else. So, but I mean, so maybe what maybe what we have here is that the simic are actually making these things with flavor in them that's that's they're using it they're actually going to use it and i also think that they're going to be i think this is where we're kind of talking about the difference though between the is it is they're going to be kind of trying to um they're preserving the natural world they're going to be looking at developing a recipe that's going to stick around oh yeah oh yeah yeah and simic is definitely the ones who are doing genetic experiments to create new strains of a specific mm -hmm. type of fruit to have it give yes. a different type of taste, particularly when combined with this other thing that they then put into a drink. Yep. As opposed to like the Silesnia will grow and cultivate those things and will probably do some, you know, crossbreeding stuff with the apples. But I think they're going to be less likely to say, well, what happens if we combine this cranberry into an apple and create right. cranberry? right right they're they're yeah they're gonna that's be sick. they're gonna be the the Slesnia i think of and this gets into maybe some of how that's the borderline between the nature versus cult is they're gonna be looking at um breeding i would say fruits for the right uh flavors and then over time that kind of uh mm -hmm. i mean they're gonna be using that as kind of their biggest uh kind of way to do it they're gonna kind of just be trying to get um, different strains of the same yeah, fruit, same to, fruit to, just over time I, you might slightly change it. the wrong term for fruit and vegetation but i'm not familiar with that particular field very well but yeah, i think that's probably more the selesny approach i think mm -hmm. civic is actually splicing genes from one one life form into another taking a fruit life form splicing it in yeah. Taking, you know, animal DNA and putting it into a fruit to get it to do different characteristics. 
Yeah, like, and I would say that I, I completely see that, but that's why I think Seltzer would be in that because see, I think that now that. we're seeing the the. There's been a big, you know, I, I I know that in my household, my wife loves different seltzers, and mm -hmm. adding a flavor in that doesn't taste fake is kind of the biggest element of finding good ones. Yeah, yeah, say. and that's and that's yeah that okay that that definitely does fit then because like I said, that's where I was thinking. It's like kind of that preservation, like you're definitely taking this fruit, this real flavor, but you're putting it into a drink in the most laboratory approach you can. Okay. But it, and, and, and over time to develop kind of a, like a consistency, I would say, and that's going to be the yeah. goal. And like you said, I think that once they perfect it, well, or they may never think it's perfected. And that's where like the differences between the, is it like, they're going to keep trying to make it better, but it's going to be kind of a similar Thing that they keep whereas the right. is it are going to be like that was cool <laughs> yeah and then what's next yep yep this makes okay. total sense for me in my identity as an is it player so i am fine <laughs> with that yeah okay wow. the orzov okay so i have uh soul schlager written down <laughs> is this your like, one that you said could be alcoholic yeah because it's yeah. it's inspired by goldschlager that has yeah. gold leaf in it except it's souls because it's the orzov yeah, yeah. i guess oh, i don't that's so creepy yeah like but yeah like you get a little bit of soul in your drink and that's how you it's your marketing approach to it yeah yeah i so i was having trouble so i like that that example i think that's great because i was having trouble kind of thinking of what the orzov might have because we're looking at yeah white and black flavored together but this is like we said before the difference between a color combination versus a guild this guild has kind of their their cartels their hierarchies they have kind of their taxing abilities they have kind of like you said taking of the souls yeah they have uh, you know your your debts don't go away at death that's kind yeah. of where i started with it because it's it's hard to kind of find the personality for what they drink in that mm -hmm. um i don't know so I would just went with the pun instead of. Well, but I, I really like this idea. No, but I really like that is kind of that idea that they're taking like, you know, it's like a gimmick that you get a little bit of soul in your drink. Yeah, it's it's a little bit. It. Okay, So that that does remind me just a little bit of of like the Fallout universe. If mm -hmm. you played any of those games, are you familiar with not. that? Mm -hmm. Okay, so one of their things, it's a alternate history post-apocalypse or something so it's still taking place in the future year from where we are now but there was a divergence around the 50s it's so the u.s got culturally stunted and and technologically it's weird but so like one of the the drinks like the big product to drink is nuka cola because it's cola that has a radioactive isotope in it because part of the development of the world is like the the processor Oh, no, I can't remember what piece it is. Basically, something that allowed us to create computers, like they didn't invent it until 20 years before the bombs fell. So they ended up going deep down nuclear technology, and that kind of became a big part of the culture. Mm -hmm. And so the whole idea of drink a nuke, and and like in the mo more recent games, the bottles are actually shaped like little rockets. Okay. But so like that may be a similar thing where it's like, yep, you got just a little bit of soul in there. Or maybe it's like a... A, a seltzer only instead of fruit you have soul just essence essence of essence in the drink like i said i love this idea just flat out like it's a gimmick it, there's no real yeah. reason and that seems kind of like i could see the yeah the or doing that 
I mean, and, and like gimmick marketing seems like yeah. a thing that they'd get into. Yeah. Okay, so we have just a few left here. The Cult of Rakdos. And I will say that they kind of talk about they are the entertainment food industry. Like we kind of talked about them. If they're not guiltless, we talked about them kind of being um, your coffee shop workers. That's true. But but they're kind of more blue collar. Yeah. And it's it's really hard. And this is a thing where, again, it's we talk about magic. The cards represent conflict because the cards are representing you know fights back and forth and the storylines have helped recently so they can kind Mm -hmm. of portray storylines that aren't necessarily conflict but like the whole core of the game is two wizards dueling yep um so the the portrayals of rakdos in the cards make it really easy for like me to completely forget what you were saying like i totally forget that rakdos isn't just the you know the demons and the battle gestures it's yeah parties and entertainment and food industry and so there's they're probably serving a lot of these drinks that other people have but like what's unique to rakdos i mean if we go back to like our black red color pie for food they're probably doing the the high sugar high fat don't really care flavor tastes good flavor drinks something that tastes good i mean you know we could get into the fact that they may have drinks that involve blood yeah that's Um, I mean, like, or actual fire, like they are literally yeah. drinking. Yeah, liquid but, fire. But, <laughs> but you know, for the masses, as part of the 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 food industry that they run, yeah, they probably would have just your your super high sugar, you know, soft drinks. Yeah, they're drinking. If they're drinking sodas, they're gonna be. They're not drinking diet soda. No. Um. So I think that that's like, uh, yeah. So that like that's gonna be really great. Um, they're definitely drinking things that are going to be fun and Mm -hmm. have a lot of flavor and they're not going to care about the calories in their drink. I I imagine Rakdos is probably the place where you get the Bloody Marys with like cheeseburgers and like seven chicken wings in it where you get like an entire appetizer and main course just as part of your Bloody Mary. Like the ones that you see that have kind of like the um, like octopus legs coming out of it or something. Oh, that too. Yeah. But Bloody Mary in the sense of actual blood. <laughs> well, there's that as well. They yeah. probably have that as well. You've yeah, got to be I mean, careful that's... where you're ordering a Bloody Mary from the right. Like, yeah, it's it's actually not an alcoholic drink for lactose. <laughs> you just need to be very careful when you ask for yeah. a Bloody Mary. Well, and, and the thing is, is, is we're, we're kind of joking about, you know, the horror of it. But like there would be vampires are there vampires on Ravnica yeah. or on Ravnica like who that's just what they would drink that's just a normal drink for them yeah i mean well I, aren't the vampires more associated with house demir ah uh, probably like isn't sazdik probably the, yeah but so, you know it's interesting cuz cuz he's one of the only um he's yeah the, he yeah, may he's be one of the only vampires on Ravnica that's and he's also blue black which is very interesting but so like maybe yeah. there are but either way like there's blood witches there are oh, yeah know, yeah that's true stuff going on yeah yeah so so we have i who have we missed so far i, I think I, boros is the only boros, one that's left boros is what i have left that's we talked about them a little bit but yeah they're so hard they are because this is one where i think the actual culture of the day-to-day person hasn't been developed well or at least i haven't seen it maybe it's out there and i just missed it um so we have and, like we have the angels but they're like battle angels yeah but it's like what do angels drink like sunlight i don't know (laughs) do they even eat i found this to be interesting because um 
We had a little bit. So this this is kind of taking this, even though we're doing kind of a fun Goblin Games episode. I've been thinking about kind of the Boros Legion uh, with everything that's going on with the protests because there's a there's actually I think we made this distinction of kind of where we saw police versus military and they're mm-hmm. them not actually being the same thing. And I think mm-hmm. that I just want to use this moment to kind of briefly just mention the fact that there is actually some really good evidence that former military as police officers act very different than police officers and the training between the two is very different. Um, there's a famous kind of case from a couple of years ago where um, a military former military member who was now a police officer came upon a scene where somebody wanted to um, die by cop and did not shoot the person because you could kind of uh, assess the situation in a different way. And when other police officers arrived on scene, they did end up shooting the person. And the former military member lost their job for their saying, like, it was a dangerous situation and he didn't act correctly. And I think there's a big difference between them because so I, I this is just an off tangent because I kind of it's how you picture the Boros because they do have kind of these. They're hard because I don't yeah. think they make as clear of a distinction in the game. We kind of talked about how the Azorius may be responsible for some of the law enforcement area mm-hmm. so if you think of the boros as more like angelic and soldiers and military maybe that's going to give us kind more of a different trait. national guardy yeah i don't know probably, yeah actually more like that it more like that i would say. yeah and then it's like so do they get called in for like a tornado came through this area more than they get but the, again those are stories we haven't really gotten on raftica right but I'm trying to think, you know, if they're they're like, yeah, they're garrisons. To me, it's like they're probably. More... Yeah, I mean, they're well, and they're called the Boros Legion. Legion, right? So to me, it's more. They may have very different training with de-escalation and everything else. And so I was trying to think if that helped me with the, the, like just what they like to drink. <laughs> and, and it, I mean, I just keep coming back to Red Bull. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the thing. That's right. Like that's yeah. I kind of came back to that. Yeah. I try to think of like what the like former military people working with veterans that I do, like if there's anything that I can think of that they drink. I mean, Red Bull and water or something, you think a lot of them would keep themselves hydrated? Like that's yeah. important. If They may just drink a lot of water. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's so boring, but well, it's boring. It's also necessary, right? Like, yeah. Like they got to stay hydrated. I would say that that's not a bad thing. Yeah. Wow, we managed to hit all. <laughs> there we go, all ten guilds. So, something. Yeah, <laughs> we, we had, had something. a conversation for all ten of them at least. Right. I wasn't so we sure through, about that. I, yeah, I, I, when I started this list, I was kind of like, "Oh God, there's a couple on here that I'm just not sure of." But in typical goblin fashion, we just put our head down and kept going. Yeah. Yeah. And it worked. It Amari did. Collins worked. So. Yep. So thank you, Titus, for the idea for this episode and. Um, this was it kind of our third, uh, our three dollar, I think, tier is where you get to kind of suggest and develop an episode. We still have some of those to work through. If you become one of our patrons, that is something that would be available. It's we normally develop these goblin games type episodes, the shorter ones. So if you've got just kind of a fun, quirky topic that you're thinking of, we'd love to have you come join the patron and Patreon and kind of uh hang out with us in our Discord and everywhere else. Uh and the link to the Patreon is in the show notes. Um, and you can also just search for Goblin Lore Podcast on there. So on our way out, um, just we want to say once again, clearly, 
this has been kind of more of a goofy, fun, silly episode. This is kind of, we do these because we need this for our mental health and our kind of self-care is to kind of have these distracting and fun conversations. And we're making it very clear that we want people to know that Black Lives Matter, the voices of marginalized populations, we are in the middle of Pride Month now. These mm -hmm. things matter and we are supporting them how we can and we want to use our privilege as we can and are able to. And that's our show for today. You can find the hosts on Twitter. HobbsQ can be found at HobbsQ and Alex Newman can be found at Mel underscore Chronicler. Send any questions, comments, thoughts, hopes, and dreams to at GoblinLorePod on Twitter or email us at GoblinLorePodcast at gmail.com. If you want to support your friendly neighborhood gobsmith, the cast can be found at patreon.com slash goblinlorepod. Opening and closing music by Vindergotten, who can be found on Twitter at Vindergotten or online at vindergotten.bandcamp.com. Logo art by Steven Raphael, who can be found on Twitter at Steve Raphael. Goblin Lore is proud to be presented by Tipsters of the Coast as part of their growing Vorthos content, as well as magic content of all kinds. Check them out on Twitter at HipstersMTG or online at HipstersOfTheCoast.com. Thank you all for listening. And remember, goblins, like snowflakes, are only dangerous in numbers. <laughs>